let's get real. Being a boudoir photographer is a lifestyle. Everything that we do or feel in our business inadvertently melts into our personal lives. Hi, I'm Bethany. I'm a boudoir photography coach that helps other boudoir photographers thrive and bring clarity to their work, life, and everything in between. I share about the insane highs and crashing lows of having a boudoir photography business and in life. It's like joining your bestie for a cup of your favorite matcha almond milk latte and talking all things this boudoir photographer life has to offer. Attention all boudoir photographers. Are you ready for an exclusive backstage pass to the world of boudoir? Introducing my exclusive Patreon membership for boudoir photographers like you. Join my inner circle and gain access to a treasure trove of boudoir photography expertise, tips, and inspiration. Immerse yourself in a supportive community where creativity thrives and confidence is celebrated. There are three membership tiers inside of Inner Circle. The Onyx membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants exclusive extra podcast episodes. The Gold membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants a little bit more with my done-for-you profitable pricing guide for boudoir photographers, camera basics course, behind the scenes of photo shoots, and live Q&A. The Rose Gold membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants it all. I get it, me too. <laughs> it includes everything from the previous memberships that I mentioned prior, plus courses on Facebook marketing and five boudoir poses that generate 1K sales, plus live Q&A. Elevate your skills and in -depth with in-depth tutorials that will take your boudoir photography to new heights. Click the link in the show notes to become a part of our Patreon family today. Welcome to Boudoir Business Education, a show for current and aspiring boudoir photographers, where we talk about where to start and how to sustain your boudoir portrait business. Hosted by me, Bethany Quinn. Back in August, I had a collaboration with a writer in a local magazine and thought this would be a good experience to share for the podcast as a lot of photographers love the idea of being published. Most magazine publications you submit work, but it's always better when publications reach out to you with an invitation to collaborate. But before you reach out or decide to collaborate, make sure all your ducks in a row. If you're just starting out and barely have a portfolio, maybe it's not a great idea to shoot for a magazine yet. And also, don't let your first shoe ever be with the publication. If so, it could be a red flag. There are a lot of opportunities where publications are requesting photographers to pay to be featured, when in fact, it should be the opposite. These types of publications or blogs only have a photographer client base. I like to be invited. There should be no cost to you, unless you want to buy the issue you're featured in for your dad. Which brings me to my next point. Think about why you want to be in a magazine. Do you like how it feels to your ego or are you trying to reach your ideal clients? And if so, do your ideal clients read or subscribe to that publication? 
Remember how I was talking about how you need to have all your ducks in a row? Well, here are some non-negotiable necessities that you need in order to appear appealing to a publication or your clients for that matter. Your website. I will say this until I'm blue in the face. I don't care if you think everyone is on Instagram. Every professional photographer has a link to their website in their bio on the gram. Prospecting clients and publications need to get a feel for you and your work. If you're a little lost on what to do for your website, visit episode eight, which is eight must-haves for your boudoir website. The next thing you'll want to have set up is your networking game. You don't have to shake every person's hand in the room. You just need to be intentional about who you want to meet and make a lasting impression that will build a connection with them. More after the break. You'll also want to bring a tangible piece, like a portfolio or album with you, but make it purse size. Or if you don't have a purse, just make sure it's small enough to carry around because you don't want this big, like, 14 by 14 album that you're lugging around. It'll be uncomfortable, obviously. So we're all familiar with the power of the print and how we feel seeing our work in tangible format. It's nice to have your portfolio as an album on your phone, but if you want to make an impact, bring something that's tangible. I'm not talking about those trifold, bifold things Sue Bryce tells you to carry around. No shade, Sue, if you're listening. Love you. I'm talking about passing around something that has some serious weight. I did the trifold, the digital album on my phone, but nothing stopped the show faster than when I brought an 8x8, 10-page album from Miller's of my boudoir work to a women's networking event. Also, do yourself a favor and put your branding on this album somewhere with a way for people to contact you because when it gets passed around, you never know whose hands it will fall in. You may be engaged in another conversation and this album can be a call to action for you. It was the smartest networking move I've ever done and you never know when these opportunities will show up. So let's get back to why I shared all this with you. I met Ariana Cruz through a women's networking event. I don't do networking much anymore, so I'm very selective about who are in these groups. But anyway, I started following Ariana on Instagram. She is a founder of a local magazine called More Magazine. I introduced myself and the opportunity arose to share what I do and finally got to meet her at this event for this group. After the networking event, we would still engage on social media, and one day she reached out to see if I was interested in collaborating with a fa the fabulous writer, Charlotte Stefanski, for More Magazine. More stands for Making Opportunities Reachable for Everyone. It's a women-owned print and online publication here in Indianapolis. I'll include their link in their show notes so you can find them on Instagram also at underscore more magazine. I had an interview with Charlotte, the writer, to help her conjure up the article. This was maybe a month prior to shooting anything. Leading up to the shoot, I had full creative control. The only requests were that it be photographed at Selfie World at a certain time and in one of the sets. 
And for those of you who are unfamiliar with Selfie World, it's a national chain of businesses that house multiple sets for people to create content on social media. It's pretty fun. We were expected to stay in one set. It had a heart swing and interesting heart wallpaper. Being someone who is a little bit of, okay, a lot of bit of a rebel and can't be held down by shooting in one set, I also shot in the neighboring sets. I'm a huge fan of asking for forgiveness over permission, but anyway, they loved both sets of the photos. My model was a previous client of mine, Audrey. Good Lord, I love that girl. We shot behind the scenes footage for their social media as well. And prior to the shoe, I had Audrey bring five different looks and arrive with her hair and makeup done. That way she would arrive, get into look number one, and we were ready to jam. I have a list of poses seared in the back of my mind. And also, shameless plug, I use the poses from my freebie to help me stay on track. And honestly, you get more than the five poses because there's multiple different crops and angles that you can do within each pose. It has been quite a long time since I shot anything on location and had a few challenges that I did happen to prep for, one of them being lighting. I brought my own as a backup and looked at what was in the space and how I could use it to my advantage. Unfortunately, my light wasn't powerful enough to outshine the ambient lights and couldn't shut the lights specifically to that set without making the whole place go dark. If I were to do it all again, here's what I would have done differently. I would narrow down my looks from five to three. In my studio, I'm used to using shooting four to five different looks with different sets for each look. With only having one set to shoot in, I could have done laying down poses for one outfit, seated or have her sit in a heart swing for another, and have the final look with her standing against the wall. I would also request more background options, um, but unbeknownst to me, there were other shoots being conducted in that same place, but just in different sets. So that would have been a little bit redundant. Do you have any questions about this episode? I want to hear. Hop on over to our private Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boudoir business education. And if you're not a member yet, join us. Boudoir Business Education is supported by our listeners. If you'd like to be a supporter, please contribute on the button in the show notes and we'll give you a shout out during our broadcast. Special thanks to Sarah Wilkie, podcast editor and multimedia artist, BB Quinn Photography, a black and white boudoir photography studio that helps the modern woman feel more confident in her own power. And of course, thank you for listening.
Thanks so much for listening to this Foodwire Photographer Life podcast. If you have any questions, reach out to me on Instagram at Bethany Quinn Studios. Special thanks to Sarah Wilkie from Wilkie On Demand and Bethany Quinn Studios. Thank you.